0: Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Shelly. And welcome to a new episode
1: of Chicks. (sniffs) Nay! And dicks. (laughs) I am not well known for my animal noises, Rachel. (laughs) I can see why. (laughs) I know. I know, I don't have kids, I d I don't really care. I don't try to imitate things. I don't know much. if people having kids is what necess- Yeah, people like people have kids, they always are like making animal noises. Like what sound does a horse make?
0: Well that's what, like that's there's that device. I was gonna
1: say speak and spell, but it's similar to that. Prior to that though, they did have to use <laughs> their mouth and voices to imitate. And I mean I'm not like the yeah anyway so I'm crap at it. Let's let's just move on. Right. How are you
0: doing? Um I'm doing okay. How are you handling isolation, social distancing, whatever you want to call it?
1: <laughs> well, considering I'm an online gamer geek, it's uh kind of the same. Really not not much <laughs> has changed for you in the past um, 2 weeks. <laughs> I mean obviously some things have uh, I had an MRI today in the hospital. So that was entertaining. And I can tell you, they're taking this shit seriously. Oh, <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, and I would like to put out a public service announcement. It was very rainy on my drive down to Toronto today. And when it starts raining harder, don't just slam on your brakes. Oh, God. Seriously? So, I'm serious. So these people, <sighs> like, there was a truck next, like, in the, we're in the passing lane, and there's a truck next to us. And the truck, like, spits up a lot of shit, right? So you're... You have diminished um, visibility when you're going by one. So you usually kind of want to speed past the truck so that you don't have to get stuck behind in the shitty visibility area. Are you talking about, like, one of those big trailers, like an 18-wheeler? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like an 18-wheeler. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, that's terrible. So, like, just blow by them, right? So this guy sits there, and all of a sudden it starts to rain harder right when we're near the truck. So what does he do? He slams on the brakes, and, like, four of us have to slam on our brakes as well. And we're doing – we are – Somewhat speeding at this point, point. and this guy literally drops from doing one thirty to one ten, holy in like, fuck, in a couple seconds. And so we're all slamming on our brakes. And I'm like, I leave a lot of room, you know, when I drive, just just because I'm that person. If I'm going to be speeding, I'm going to be at least safer. Safe. That. <laughs> so, um, all those times I've been on the autobahn has trained me. I don't know, but so so like I I had enough room to, to sl- slow down and stop had it been like a hard stop I probably would have hit the guy in front of me who would have hit him right but it was just one of those things where I'm like just because it's raining more doesn't mean you fucking slam on your brakes and, like lay off the gas maybe and touch yeah. your brakes to hit the person behind you but don't just slam on them and also because there's less visibility behind the truck just blow by them and let everybody blow by them Peel off to the side and then slow down if that's Well, your if thing. you're not
0: comfortable driving at speed in the rain, why are you speeding to begin with?
1: Exactly. And also, like, just go to the fucking slow lane. Because right. this person wasn't really going very quickly anyway. And, like, once we got past them, we're like, shit, you know, like, it is really rainy. So everybody kind of slows down more naturally. But no one is hauling on their brakes. Yeah. They get freaked out. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So PSA whenever you run into shitty weather, also turn your lights on. Right? Fuck. I remember <laughs> I was driving, I was on the 401
0: and it started to downpour, like just a bucket mm-hmm. down. And I was actually at the front of the long line of cars. And I'm like, I can't see shit. And there was an overpass coming up. So I I put on my four ways and I just pulled over under the overpass and everyone behind me did the exact same thing. Because they're yeah. all following me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm like well i'm gonna wait this out so
1: yeah, yeah. i've never i've never waited out rain before i haven't had to ever come to a situation but there are definitely times like today it was definitely one of the harder rains i've been in a long time yeah um and then obviously there's like whiteouts and like the snow stuff but like really, well, you people, can't like, for a whiteout you have to keep going you just can't pull over just put it this way if you are on a highway slamming on your brakes unless it is required if it is Just a weather event and there's no other reason to slam on your brakes, like pull over, slow down, do these types of things, do gradual shifts in speed, but try not to kill anyone else. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, they're not (laughs) thinking about that. They're thinking about themselves.
1: Exactly. Anyway, so the MRI went well. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good news. Yeah. They, uh, with the whole pandemic thing, when you go to the hospital, I go to the back entrance because that's where I park. They've shut off all of the pedestrian entrances except for one and it's like a small door. Mm-hmm. And you have to walk through it, and there is tape on either side, and you stand in this, like I guess it's a meter on either side, and they ask you a whole bunch of questions about your symptoms, and they are like fully fucking kitted up in their, yeah, like pandemic garb. You're just like, okay, and yeah, yeah and then they and then they slap a sticker on you that says what type of patient you are and where you're going, <laughs> and then yeah, and then they let you in depending on oh what your my answers are. God. <laughs> yeah, but the hospital was dead. The whole imaging department dead. There was like, like I have never seen. It. And like usually an imaging, and also all of the seats. Every other seat is taped off. Well, they run those
0: twenty four hours a day. The imaging.
1: Oh, I know they do, but I've never seen it that dead. Like there was wow. no one waiting. There was no one dead. Like I don't know if they just uh, maybe are having less patients come in, and they're they're staggering people more to prevent. Um, yeah. To to help alleviate the problem and help with social distancing but yeah it's been it was interesting like I mean yeah definitely interesting times and I like they they're scrubbing the MRI machine down when I got there they were like disinfecting the shit out of it and I just actually accidentally ripped the tape off of the thing where they gave me an IV oh no ow ow okay you can you can edit that if you want (laughs) it's an IV paint Ow! okay it's a good thing I don't have hairy arms
0: <laughs> Why are you saying "ow" all the time?
1: Because um, I was, you know, when they give you um, an IV, and then they then they put like tape on your arm afterwards, and say like press it hard because otherwise it might bleed and okay. bruise. Yeah, yeah. So that tape, I just grabbed by mistake, and yeah, yeah that hurt. So I smooth, just ripped it off. Smooth move. <laughs> smooth move. X-Lax. speaking. Speaking of things that rip off like a band aid, this book was really fast. Oh man. Okay. Before we <laughs> get into it, segue. Yes. First
0: question what are you drinking
1: i am drinking a really mediocre pinot grigio (laughs) which i think will be better by the last glass
0: right okay and you well i didn't really know what to pair with this book most of it's set in thailand and i don't have any fruity girly drinks on me at the moment red bull
1: red bull's from thailand isn't it what
0: red bull's thai
1: it was originally brought up in Thailand, hence what they have like i don't know
0: no, I'm not drinking... I don't like Red Bull. I'm not drinking Red, like Bull. Red Bull.
1: I don't like Oh, you could just do a whole bunch of drugs. <laughs> oh, I don't have any drugs either. It's like everybody always raved about the raves that they had on beaches there, the moon parties or whatever the fuck they were called.
0: Anyway, I am drinking a Rattler from Moosehead, and it is really freaking good. If you like Rattlers, I recommend the Moosehead really? Radler. Moosehead,
1: yeah. I've stayed away from it because I think... I don't know. I'm like a shtickle R- Radler. No, girl, it's good. I'll, I'll try the It them. says...
0: Um, a fuller flavor than the Stiegel Radler does. I don't know if you'll like it, necessarily. I like like
1: grapefruit, so Um, I don't like a lot of fruity things, but grapefruit is, I I find, because it has more of that sour taste. It's not... And I don't like sour beers either, so I'm surprised I like Radler.
0: Yeah. No, it's good. and definitely needs to be poured. I mean, it's good in the can, but better poured like most beers. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? There's one I was going to warn you away from. Wellington. Does not make a good Rattler. Really? Yeah. Waterloo does, but Wellington doesn't.
1: All right. So, Moosehead, if you want to send us any free (laughs) Rattlers, please do. Yeah. Our address is 123 Fake Street. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just write us on one of the social media channels that we never check.
0: Exactly. Perfect. We'll get right back
1: to you. In a couple months.
0: (laughs) So, today's book is... Forever a Stallion by Deborah Fletcher Mello.
1: This is Rachel's pick. Now, Rach, why did you choose this? Well, I shopped for books
0: by title and cover, mm-hmm. and the title jumped out at me. I thought it might have been about a horse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be about like an Italian, like oh, an Italian stallion. An Italian
0: stallion. And then I looked at the cover and it's a black romance novel, which we have not read yet. So no, I thought, we have not. Yeah, it's something new.
1: And I'm surprised that there's not more mixed race genre kind of stuff out there. It's, I I think you just have to go looking for it. Maybe. Although I have to sit there I have to say that the who's the who's the author of on this one? Deborah Fletcher Mello okay deborah deborah was just an, a, definitely aiming for some product or she's sponsored by someone because i had noticed first of all aside from the whole like beamer thing <laughs> that happened in one of the other books oh god yeah that's she is, right she is all what is it bimmer that's right that's bimmer. It, yeah. <laughs> um, this chick is all of it like dropping the like oh and then he checked his new iphone and i'm like this completely unnecessary oh, there's a actually, lot of that yeah and it takes away from a bit of the story actually
0: um. Well, I think the the idea there wasn't so much to try to like cram in product placement, but more just to uh communicate to the reader just how wealthy all of these people are. So that's why she's wearing Louboutins, and uh, she has a
1: she has a Coach bag, but a Coach
0: bag a, is so like I know that's not such a uh, big deal. No, she's no. not that wealthy, but everybody else. But so when the rich people get dressed up, they're wearing Louboutins or they're wearing. Uh, labels that I can't pronounce and don't remember, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And I've, like, as an editor, I have given people advice similar to that in the past. This one woman was writing a story about a really wealthy guy. And I think it was, like, Versace or something. And I'm like, don't dress him in that. Uh -uh. Dress him in something else. And so she went out and she did her research and she found a label that only, like, the super wealthy can afford. And that's what she went with. And it was, like, it did. It did the job of communicating how rich this wealthy. guy was yeah, yeah exactly
1: or if it's like the custom job that they have a tailor come and like exactly report, yes right yeah yep.
0: mm-hmm. so i think it was that not just her trying to you know fishing for a new iphone
1: maybe, <laughs> maybe but it would there was a lot of dropping and, it, and i did find it started to get in the way after a while because i'm like i don't care about your fucking coach purse, bitch
0: <laughs> we all have a coach purse, jesus yeah.
1: yeah actually i do have
0: <laughs> do you i don't No, but you know how I shop for
1: purses. I know, but you know what's really sad? I actually have more than one coach. (laughs) And how often do you use them? Oh, fuck, maybe like three times a year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like, it's, you know, me, how often I get dressed. But when I do get dressed up and I, you know, I can, I can wear an outfit when I need to. (laughs) Which isn't going to be anytime soon considering my life is spent and pretty much, like, If I put on pants, that's great. Right? Uh,
0: (laughs) Did you see Jasmine's Facebook? She had some virtual party, and she got all dressed up for it. Mm, No, (laughs) it's hilarious. Anyway, uh, yeah. So moving right along, let's uh synopsize this. All right. As always, our synopses come from Goodreads. Mm -hmm. Phaedra Parrish's life takes a sudden turn when she discovers she's a member of the legendary Stallion Clan. In Dallas, to meet her newly found half-brothers, the worldly photographer isn't looking for romance or commitment. But self-made hotel tycoon Mason Boudreaux III won't take no for an answer. Under starry Texas skies, the dashing and debonair CEO is showing Phaedra what men in the West are really like. Mason's got everything riding on his make-or-break business deal with the stallions. That's not true. Now the corporate playboy. No, the deal is done. <laughs> now the corporate like playboy page four has even stronger reason to merge with them. It's Wait, just... literally, this book
1: starts with well, a yeah, handshake. Shut up a the minute. <laughs>
0: His desire for their exquisite free-spirited sister. But Mason wants more than just a business deal. He wants to get to know the women behind the camera. From a sprawling western ranch to an exotic private island, Mason woos Phaedra. But will she stay will she say I do after a lifetime of forever in his arms? This is not what this book no. is about. No, this is no, this is <laughs> nothing. Oh my god. Okay, so I should state that this is book six in the Stallion series.
1: Yeah, so I think the synopsis very much ruins the book itself because, the, from the very beginning, you know they write that oh yeah it's her sister and they treat her like family and so on and so forth and like she cam- she comes from an illegitimate marriage yes, or so, an illegitimate relationship.
0: So Phaedra before the book starts Phaedra mothers Phaedra was raised as an only child by a single mom. Her mother dies, and while she's going through her mother's things, she finds this box of memories and secrets where she finds out that the man she thought was her father wasn't, and she is, in fact, the illegitimate daughter of... A billionaire. A billionaire. <laughs> yes. And he has this whole family out in Texas. So she goes to Texas um, with the intention... Of meeting these people and introducing herself as their long lost sister. And that is what happens. But while she's there, she meets this Mason Boudreaux, the third character, whose sister is married to one of the stallion men. There are four stallion brothers. Yes. And did she catch this? Did Matthew, I catch... Mark, yeah, Luke, yes, and Luke, John, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, Luke and John, yeah, oh my god,
1: uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about religion, but I know those are books in a Bible, correct?
0: <laughs> they are apostles, or chapters,
1: yes. no, they're they are... have the,
0: they're each they're an apostle and they each have their own book, right?
1: Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did catch that, I caught the god references here and there too, like,
0: yeah, so, so like, and it's it's if you want to talk about things shoehorned in, I feel like faith and religion was shoehorned in. Like, okay, these brothers have these biblical names. But it's only every now and again, they're like, oh, I believe God brought us together. Or God puts me on this earth. Or I have faith in this and
1: that. And it's like, yeah, we're really not... just, just like a throw in by God's good grace, this will happen.
0: Yeah, it's like really not a through line, like the sort of faith. There is this is a Harlequin. um, And there is a faith based branch um in harlequin
1: and they're not catholic because they use condoms and they-
0: <laughs> well they're having sex outside of marriage so yeah well anyway
1: um so there are two things wrong there yeah
0: so okay so phaedra goes to texas at the intent of meeting these people and insinuating herself into this family. and then she
1: runs into her uh by chance the man who's gonna photograph the wedding of these of, two, two stallion, other, another whatever. stallion brother yeah another stallion brother uh, could use her help, and she's a very good photographer, and so she just agrees. And it's her mentor, essentially, that she runs into.
0: Yeah. So at the wedding, she meets Mason, and he is completely taken with her because she's beautiful. Uh, and they have they talk for a few minutes, and he really likes her.
1: And then Mason, you mean not Nathan? I said Mason. Oh, I thought you said Nathan. No. <laughs> what book are you reading? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. There's so many names in this, and I know. because I think it would have been easier had we read the others, and then we, everything would have been straight in our minds. you can read M this as names, a stand, You, you can absolutely read this as a standalone. Oh, totally. But there are a lot of brothers and a lot of fucking family members. In there this. are For but- a 210-page book. There is an awful <laughs> lot of characters
0: in this. But the the issue I have with all the characters is that most of them their names begin with the letter M. I know. Yes. Oh you my know. god. <laughs> i know so she so she and mason go out on a date except it's the worst date ever and then she's like i'm heading to thailand he's like i'll come with you
1: (laughs) okay okay yeah so and like they have that attraction thing and everything but rich wouldn't you say like hey i'm only gone for a week how about we just how do you just hold off until I get back? Right, like, let just would, press pause on that this. That would set off so many alarm bells. <laughs> but to be
0: fair, he is really good to her in, like, those 24 hours they spend together before she goes to Thailand. Yeah,
1: that is true. He I is mean, a stand-up so she, guy. So, you know, like, he goes for their first date... He uh, invites her to the house and they kind of get she gets ambushed kind of to do a family brunch in with the, the stallions. And Mason, although he's just hol- sold his uh, hotel chain for five billion dollars to the stallions, they're all very good friends. And he his sister did marry one. Right. So um, and then while they're at this thing, she all of a sudden breaks in the tears and is like, "And, and, and, and your father's my father. I'm out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's and everybody's left going like kiss give fuck it's a
0: really awkward scene at the breakfast <laughs> table <laughs> but yeah. he stands by her no he does which he is, goes and
1: chases after her and he says i'm gonna take care of you don't worry yeah. and he's still kind of confused over why he feels so attached to her so it's kind of nice in that romantic like destiny i don't know why i'm acting like this but i feel very protective but Mm -hmm. at the same time not obsessive over this person which i found was a nice combo like he wants to protect her but he's not like obsessed with her yes
0: yeah because he just like he doesn't understand his own feelings but he wants to be around her and he wants to be there for her yeah um which is really nice
1: yeah i have to say like actually out of all of all the books that you've read he's actually by far one of the nicest characters yeah totally i'm like yeah i'll marry this five billion (laughs) dollar billionaire and and he understands (laughs) personal space totally he's like at your own pace
0: yeah yeah Yeah. he's like nothing you don't
1: want to do I respect you and he and he gives like sexual innuendos and implications as a tease but he's Mm -hmm. like but I'm here for when you need me it's going to be on your terms not necessarily mine yeah it's really nice actually a real stand-up guy and not like and it wasn't forced as the character you know what i mean it wasn't like i will abide by your rules because they're yours it's more like no this is the right thing to do so he i'm a good dude i'll just do it
0: yeah yeah so he so she's going to thailand to photograph
1: some shoes Uh (laughs) which would never fly these days so basically they go to this remote village where like you know the women with the rings around their neck i thought that was in africa but anyway and it's me too but
0: i didn't bother to look it up I didn't either. I didn't really care that
1: much. No, no, either did I. But I was thinking to myself, like, if that ad came out now where it's basically like a whole bunch of indigenous women from another country photographed with a fucking model in some high-heeled shoes. Mm Mm-hmm. How many people would object to appropriation? Oh my god. Like With the cancel the culture the way happen. it is. Yeah, totally. Oh, I was like I don't know when this book is written but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway, whatever. It's like she anyway, is her... killing it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, shoots. so she just is shoot and also the nice thing is she's like I'm working for the next week. You can tag along, Mason. But, but don't fuck with me while I'm working. My work comes first. And he's like, okay. And he does.
0: Yeah. And he's totally impressed with yeah. how she handles herself and handles her business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he doesn't try to, like, interject or get in the way of anything. Or
1: mansplain. There's nothing yeah. going on there. It was, yeah. I have to say, I'd, like, thumbs up, Mason. I'd fuck you as a character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when she's done her working, then, like, the... I guess the romantic portion of the book begins. And he has a private island. Of course uh-huh. he does. Uh-huh. Uh, and a sailboat, which he cannot sail himself.
1: What billionaire have you ever read about doesn't have a private island?
0: I don't read about a lot of billionaires. I'll well, be I mean honest Richard Bronson has one. Branson. Like, like
1: Branson, whatever. <laughs> Branson, Branson. I'm not fucking him, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs>
0: Yes, lots of billionaires are private islands. What else are you going to spend your money on?
1: I know. But what I thought was interesting, All you interesting, need all you is a fake volcano on
0: it, and you're good to go. <laughs> well, no, that's a lair. That's a little different.
1: Oh, I thought billionaires were had <laughs> were layers. all supervillains? <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know. It doesn't have to be an evil Why, volcano. Maybe once we should. Any volcano lair is evil. Maybe we should Flip the script on that. Let's let's just flip the script on that and like make a, a like a good volcano. Or like just, a you know.
0: superhero has a volcano
1: layer. Yeah, because also if he can control the volcanic element of it, then the technically the terrain ab- around it would be great for farmers. And well, that volcano population. would have a,
0: had to have erupted at least once to have that soil.
1: Yes, but then he can control it afterwards. I'm just saying this is my theory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a billionaire. <laughs> He can control the elements. That's I know, right? Elemental.
1: He can control geology. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when there's like you know, something like a global pandemic, everybody can go to the island.
0: Yeah, but you can't. How are you gonna? How are you gonna keep your social distance if everybody's on the fucking island, or just you're on the island?
1: No, you're on the island with like the locals. Oh, okay, and a few of your
0: posse. I thought you were being benevolent and inviting everyone to their no,
1: private no. volcano <laughs> island. Uh, <okay.
0: laughs> anyway, so they <laughs> they sail to the. So he's like, I have a sailboat. We're going to sail to the island. But he, the sailboat is called my mistress. My mistress. But he can't sail the sailboat. The sailboat has a crew, and I thought that was a bit of a misstep, because like sailing is a rich person's activity, more or less.
1: And if he's got more than less, yes, more than less. I mean, I know. I think that if you're in a a third world country, there are people with sailboats that use it for things like fishing. But yes, in our, in our Western perceptions, I would say yes. So it just surprised me that
0: he wouldn't know how to sail because that's just straight like, as a guy who is a self made billionaire, and I guess likes to be in control of stuff, why wouldn't he learn how to sail?
1: It's, uh, he's a, he's not really a control freak in this book I mean he doesn't no, but have I to just, it, just but it just strikes me idea. as
0: like he just I don't know for whatever reason he's just striking me as the kind of person who would know how to sail well so it's a challenge to overcome something to learn how to do and be good
1: at I, I'm not fully on board with you on this one I think that if you're a billionaire and you just like the idea of owning a boat and having a crew <laughs> that's pretty normal <laughs> So, and, and especially then, depending on how big the boat is. So, but like sailboats are not massive. It would make more sense if this was like a cruise ship or like a you know well, that's like just you know it. What I mean? so like, he's got those, this sailboat. Like a liner.
0: It's like a ninety footer or something like that with a crew. It's like you want to get all down and dirty with your girlfriend. There is no privacy on that boat. No. and
1: I have been on a three-day <laughs> sailing cruise. Me and, too. <laughs> and CMI, uh, I have made it with someone when I was. 22 in Australia on the sailing cruise (laughs) and it was very hard to get away from everybody (laughs) yeah
0: yeah exactly so anyway whatever they go to the private island it is possible though (laughs) (laughs) and then they just they kind of just hang out in paradise for a while she decides that she's hot for him and they have just like days upon days of passionate sex
1: I kind of actually like the way that this physical relationship was initiated. Mm-hmm. So he was really respectful. He says goodnight to her after their cruise. They reach the island. And then he's going for a midnight, a midnight swim in between the two villas. So she has her own kind of villa in on his island. Yeah, and it's
0: he, like these, uh, these wooden huts o- out over the water. Yeah, and it's like,
1: it's, That's I think that's fairly cool from a romantic perspective like yeah. it's a nice visual but then also you know like she just is like kind of humming and hawing in her room out of sexual frustration like what she kind of wants to do with herself and then she's just like fuck it so she strips herself down naked and walks right outside for him to see <laughs> yeah and he's like oh okay this is happening now she's like it sure is <laughs> yeah and she's like she's like fucking yeah right the one thing i have to say with their first uh time having sex is i was like thinking like have you ever had sex when you're really like wet physically wet like like just actually <laughs> yes. like not not just your vagina wet but like actually wet your whole body is wet yeah it's it's not like especially if he's wearing like swim trunks and shit i'm just sitting there going like those are really wet like
0: yeah but they don't actually have sex in the
1: ocean. no they don't have sex in the water but when he gets out he, yeah, they're, they're still, still like soaking and they're by wet. the bed and she like She's he's sopping wet and like the trunks fall to the floor and I'm just thinking of that like noise when like wet clothes (laughs) hit the ground (laughs) and like how everything gets wet and I'm just like and your hair is all fucked up (laughs) and like you know. I'm like, you know what? As much as it might be hot spur of the moment in the book, in my mind, also, I just picture fucking hair everywhere. Like, not. <laughs> I know. You're like sticking to the bed sheets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And because you're both wet, it's just exactly that. Like, everybody's sticking to the wet bed sheets. Like, afterwards, you're like lying in a mass of wet spot, but of what? No one knows. <laughs> anyway it seems to work out I, for them in the book I'm just, I know I know but for me like logist- I was thinking you know me I go into too much detail in these things so I'm just kinda thinking I'm like logistically like I get the hot and actually the sex is written pretty well I found yes but I was still thinking like dude that's that's really wet <laughs> like a like a lot of non-sexual dampness going on there oh my god <laughs> Well, they drive like, come eventually. Come on, because... you have to agree with that. I mean, because there are, like, hot, wet elements to things. But, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not one of them. Like, at no, least I... towel each other off. Like, that's kind of Right, hot. that like, can be sexy. Like, you know, like, oh, he got out and, like, you know, she wrapped the towel around him in her sultry blah, blah, blah. And as she went down – I can totally write this fucking scene. Especially like, as blah, she... blah, blah,
0: blah. She... Yeah, she yeah, exactly.
1: As she toweled him off, she felt his hard cock and, like, toweled off his dick. I don't like, think I don't you don't can know. use the word cock because
0: it's never – once said. no
1: but you know what i mean like his his and i would is-
0: prefer if they did because all these euphemisms for penis it just it gets silly after a while
1: yeah there was one that i can't remember that was particularly caught my eye and it was for her vagina it was like her pleasure chest or there was pleasure box song. pleasure box that was it yeah it was, like, <laughs> like, was it play music like what when- <laughs> Oh, pleasure box! Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so they proceed to. I'm so glad that
1: you know exactly what I'm talking about. All of course,
0: all day and all night, they go out for dinner a couple times, and when they go for dinner, they run into this guy Daniel and his daughter Molly. Mm-hmm. And Daniel is a businessman, uh, and Molly is just like this spoiled a Thai businessman. A Thai here. businessman, and Molly is a spoiled brat who has got the hots for mason
1: yes so she treats phaedra like shit yes and then you know like is like see you later mason and like gives him like a full kiss well no that was in the next dinner she like basically is just like we'll see you later blah blah blah, blah yeah blah. and then
0: they go for dinner at their house the following night and i like that phaedra isn't jealous at all no because that could have been like, some really like manufactured conflict right there and she's like I got nothing to worry about from this woman. She's like, yeah, whatever, bitch. (laughs) Yep.
1: See you later. Yeah. Phaedra actually as a character is a fairly steady character. She is.
0: Yep. She's not exciting, but she's not erratic. Yes. And that I think more than anything is sort of, I guess, kind of speaks to maybe the quality of writing or the skill of the author to like actually make her just a steady, constant person who behaves normally and has is
1: yeah and for someone who's actually intelligent can um think her way out of something and she still gets emotionally swept away as we talk about later but those are in extreme circumstances to be fair and it's still throughout that she keeps a cool head even though the plan is shitty so we'll get to that later (laughs) so So after more sweet love making um I wouldn't say it's sweet it's fucking hot (laughs) there's a lot of there's a lot of sexy scenes in there there
0: is there actually is and we'll get to that but let's sort of like finish out the plot first oh sorry i got carried away (laughs) mason gets kidnapped
1: (laughs) yeah so what ends up happening is that one morning she wakes up to go take pictures on the beach blah 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 um and then she hears a motorboat which is uncommon on the island and they come and um, they so Mason ends up arguing with these two guys. She's taking pictures. So she takes pictures of the argument and then they knock him out and drag him into the boat. Yeah. And There's she... a couple things about this, which I found really weird. OK. First of all, if these guys were just simply hired to just kidnap him, why are they arguing about it? Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's well, just maybe like, I mean, she. she hey, what are you perspective... guys doing here? What are you doing here? Bam. Like done. Yeah. Like, what are you Like, hey, we're here to take you away. Come with us peacefully. Like, I don't know. She just,
0: because like she can't hear what they're saying. No, she says she does hear them yelling or arguing, though. So, but who knows, right? She's so far away. No, but she says she hears them arguing. Yeah, but she can't say what they're arguing about. But then there's something about how these two guys are speaking Siamese. They're not speaking English. Right. Said Mason doesn't speak Siamese. Right. So... Maybe that's the argument they're yelling at him in Siamese and he's like
1: Ah English only (laughs) English Right Loud and slow English (laughs) I'll yell it's louder and slower so you understand
0: (laughs) So she's stuck on this island but luckily there there is a caretaker. So the caretakers pick her up. The whole
1: fucking island is staffed. Like, come on. Like, who's kidding
0: who? Never mind the fact that you came here in a fucking sailboat that I think is still moored, like, offshore someplace. Anyway. And then I have a question
1: about the motorboat. Because. What about the motorboat? Well, it's just like how they went on, like, a three day cruise in order to get to this island. I think they just sailed around for three days. I know. That's what I'm like. I imagine <laughs> it'll be, like, 20 minutes from, like, actual port. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it from the,
0: from shore. <laughs> yeah, it's just like- because they canoe back and forth to go to dinner so i don't think it's like that far away yeah um so she gets back to the mainland and goes to the police and they are extremely unhelpful and i got really frustrated at this point of the book because she photographed this entire encounter the kidnapping mm-hmm. and it never comes up when she's talking with the police nor does she no. ever suggests that she wants to talk to Daniel Cassandra. No,
1: and she kind of implies when she's talking like, to the, the police that like she doesn't she doesn't want to she knows she won't be believed so she doesn't even bother trying. Like it's just
0: I know it's just yeah. really frustrating because it's like you just met this businessman who has a lot of contacts. Why aren't you And obviously brings in a lot him? of money
1: into this and tourism to Thailand. So he would have yeah. some sway.
0: Exactly. So, like, why aren't you showing the police these photographs, and why aren't you asking to talk to Daniel? Well, you 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 don't find out until, like, five chapters later what that was all about. Yeah. But that was really frustrating at the time. It's like, oh, come on. You were doing so well up to this point. I know.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. And then only
0: later you find out she didn't like the policeman's attitude and didn't trust him. So that's why she didn't want to share the photographs. And then the whole Daniel thing, I don't know why she never thought to just talk to him directly.
1: Well, yeah, and then so, uh, for, for so right away she phones the mace or um, she show, she phones John Stallion. Stallion yeah, she's the she, oldest brother. She, she phones the oldest brother and she tells him what's going on because you know they've known her for all of a uh, breakfast. And- <laughs> <laughs> And they're waiting for a DNA test to confirm that that's she's... That's right, yes. She she's really their sister. Yeah, and, and that's fine. And they're like, well, fuck, we'll, we'll come right away. And she's thinking like, oh, thank you. And then sometimes like she implies in the book that she's happy that she could rely on them. But I would think that more they would be concerned about Mason because he's their brother-in-law. Well, I think point. that's what it is, really. It's not...
0: Yeah, it's for not him, her. not for her that they're doing this.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's not it's not overly explained. But that's how I kind of interpret it. But I like it when things like that are kind of yeah tied up a little bit mm-hmm. because of the relations. But anyway, so they then come up with the shittiest plan ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know how you're only supposed to bring in $10,000 into a country cash? Yes, cash. Yes. Well, they bring a million in and exchange it at the airport yes! for fat. <laughs> like, like, who fucking come does on? That? Like, excuse me, I'd like to roll up this case of cash uh, right at the exchange booth. Oh, you're getting get such a bad rate too. I know, right. Like, what are
0: they thinking? Also, use American dollars. I know there's nothing wrong with just paying in American dollars. No right? one's gonna. You're paying complain. cash for information. <laughs>
1: So anyway, they decide to go visit Daniel uh, and they ask him, like, you know, what's this about? And he says, oh, yeah, I've been in contact with the police, which is not the case. They thought they discover later or they know. Well, yeah, and then Daniel's also like, I got a ransom that... note. And then she's and then she says, oh, you know, I know they're lying because Mallie at dinner the other night when we were having dinner said that she just quit school and she had no interest in going back. And he Daniel says that Mallie isn't there. She's gone to school.
0: Right. And, Dan- and Daniel also says that he received a ransom note for a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So Phaedra's yeah. like, yeah, he's full of shit. I don't trust him at all.
1: Like, why are you aiming so low? This reminds me of like a Dr. Evil moment where he's like, one million dollars. He, he <laughs> starts laughing at him. <laughs> the guy's he's worth right. five billion dollars. Like, why don't you ask for at least a hundred billion? Well, I
0: guess that would seem unreasonable. And he knows that they can pay a million bucks.
1: Yeah, I guess so. And I guess a million will go a long way. I can explain that a little bit later. But anyway, just like,
0: come on. (laughs) So the, at night, some of the brothers- Your daughter's
1: going to school in the United States, potentially. That's like $250,000. No, she goes to school in London. Oh, that's right. Because she was thinking of going to the States or something. I can't remember. She goes to fashion school in Anyway,
0: so the, at night, some of the Stallion brothers head out with their briefcase full of cash to uh, find out- to, I guess to ask around, collect information from the uh, the me underbelly about where, who might have taken Mason and where he might be. And you don't really find out anything about how that worked out, but no. they, they come back to the hotel with the information that they're pretty sure they know where, who's got him and they hang out at this club.
1: Yeah. And they have a picture and then. Phaedra looks at and she's like, "Oh, that woman in the background is Mally."
0: Yes, yeah. So they concoct so, this plan. <laughs> so they, yeah, the fucking worst plan. I like to this could have gone to so lead them to Mason. So, in addition to three of the Stallion brothers, a bunch of Mason's brothers and one of his sisters has shown up because he also friends. comes from a giant family.
1: It was two of the sisters, I think. Was no, it was it? only it was- one
0: sister. Oh. Um, and so one of Mason's brothers looks almost exactly like him. So their plan is to go to this club where Mally likes to hand out, hang out, drug the thugs drug- that are there, <laughs> yes, drug her goons, and then have like have Phaedra and Mason kind of off, like in the distance, like keeping their distance from Mally, but making sure that she notices them, and she hmm. so because they think that. That Phaedra has Mason. So if Phaedra sees a guy she thinks is Mason, or sorry, if Mali thinks she sees a guy who thinks is Mason with Phaedra, she's gonna freak out and then run to where she's holding Mason.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And that's <laughs> like, wow, that could have gone to shit every which way possible. Like, right. oh my God, they have Mason back. I should get the fuck out of this country like would be my right first
0: thought, but, not just like but you know. let me go
1: check but she's in love with
0: him and but her she's plan like,
1: I, uh I wouldn't she was in lust with him I wouldn't she, say she
0: so the Daniel kidnapped Mason so he could ransom him for a million dollars because he's broke and then Molly's idea is that she's going to once the ransom is paid she's going she's to save rescue him. Mason yeah. and that will make him fall in love with her
1: yes um Mason, meanwhile, is uh, (laughs) suffering from. He's got a concussion and dehydration.
0: Yeah. But it doesn't matter because she leads the brothers right to him and
1: everything is fine. And the standoff is like super shitty.
0: (laughs) Well, no one's ever really in any kind of actual danger.
1: Yeah, there could be actual danger. Like they have a gun pointed at them at one point and so on and so forth. But like there's nothing. Eh, eh. This the, the whole thing is is actually rather anticlimactic. So anyway, so Mason goes to the hospital and then he's given like a clean bill of health a couple days later just to like keep hydrated and see you later, buddy. And then he's like, let's go to Greece. And I would be like, and then she's like, no, I got to go home and do business. I'd be like, how about we just like have a week together again, like in the United in States month. somewhere. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> we just went through a fucking
0: hostage crisis. Right. So he's like, let's go to Greece. And she's like, I want to go home. He's like, let's go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so they f- they go back to the states she goes back to her house in new orleans um and then
1: he finger they bangs an her awful lot <laughs> they they an awful lot without condoms from that they, point
0: on i was fully expecting the end of this book for her to be pregnant
1: for her to be pregnant absolutely yes and i was surprised that she wasn't well really not enough
0: time because- passes between their because they join them the, yeah, the high end club the club and that's the first time they fuck without a condom and then the the end of the book is only like a few days later yes so she's like, not. There's no there's not enough and, time for and, her to.
1: And yeah. in some of the books, they do use condoms to be safe from STDs because they're like, I don't know, like there's not that full trust until they decide to go bareback. But usually, there's a mention of a pill or something well, else. So that's. But there rule. is that religious connotation. To <laughs> well, no, book.
0: the thing is, it's actually a rule with Harlequin. Yeah. When is
1: this? Is this an actual Harlequin? Harlequin. This is a
0: Harlequin. Yeah. it's oh, okay, an Imprint right, right. called Kimani Romance, but it's Harlequin. Gotcha. And so they have rules about sex. And unprotected sex always leads to pregnancy in these books. So that's why I was expecting it. And the use of condoms has nothing to do with religion – or anything like that. It's simply just
1: it's safe it's sex, crack. yeah. And that's just which I just, actually, which I actually yeah. like about these books. Honestly, I think no, that's totally. fairly responsible to have those rules. It is a hundred percent.
0: So yeah, so way to go, Harlequin. They... Cheers to you and my like,
1: shitty <laughs> Pinot Grigio
0: They fuck in the airplane. He fingerbanks her back at home. They fuck some more, and then Mason's sister, who's married to one of the Stallion brothers, gives birth, and that yeah. that is the end of the book.
1: Well, and then she's like, I want that. I want a family. Yeah, so the actually, entire I kinda, I kinda family, like, we're talking like 20 <laughs> people are are like, waiting at this hospital, are... right? But I found that actually to be kind of cute, that last line, where it's like yes. she hauls him aside and she like points to the family and everybody's like getting along and happy and all gaga over this baby. And I fucking hate this shit normally. And she's like, <laughs> I want that. And he's like, I'll give you that. And yeah. that's cute. And that is really like, cute. I, I thought that the actual ending and the writing of that was... Like, it was very bomb well bomb and could well translate very well into, like, a film, like a yeah. Hallmark film, right? Yeah. So, um, all in all, though, like, I actually like this book. Me
0: too. Okay, it's <laughs> short and it's a quick read. Because we've that's had black, other books that is. are, like, a friggin' slog and they're not that this long. This took me two hours or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a very slow reader. for yeah. So, for me to call something a quick read, that's saying something.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally does. Totally does. <laughs> So, yeah. And and so I, I thought that, yeah, there were some issues that I had with the book for sure. Um, The evil plot line that it was like the, they were somewhat stupid. And also at the end where he's like, Mason decides to totally forgive Daniel and Mally and give them a million dollars anyway to help them out of their bad situation because without... Daniel he wouldn't have been able to start the business and I'm just like you know he could have just asked you for the money then instead of fucking kidnapping you <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like if you were that close maybe you should have looked at that option first but hey whatever
0: um did you know that it was them when he got kidnapped I knew immediately yeah
1: oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> um I mean there were so many characters in this they couldn't introduce more right <laughs> so uh Yeah, and despite, like, not having read the others, there were a lot of characters, but everybody was actually pretty in place. There wasn't, it wasn't confusing like some of the other ones. No, it wasn't hard to keep people
0: straight, even though there are a lot of them. Um, Yeah because it's again it's like number six in his series so you think by this point she's sort of nailed down all of the different characters yeah. and personalities
1: and I, mean, like, I definitely had some issues with how things happened and so on and so forth I, but I, I actually i just enjoyed the read like it was a fun read the sex was hot yeah um and i was you know it was it was the exact type of right escape where the things that kind of pulled you out of the book like the mentioning of all these products and some rando shit here and there which didn't really make sense like you still got right back into it Mm -hmm. it wasn't so distracting that you're just putting the book down and you're like fuck that noise (laughs) (laughs) no i just i like the
0: characters i I believed in their
1: relationship so yeah and i and i also like the fact that um there was no inequalities in this relationship Mm -hmm. wasn't like both of them had the chance like yeah he was smitten with her and that's kind of the reverse, like instead of her being smitten with him, he's more smitten with her, which Mm -hmm. was a nice change, I think a little bit, like she was a little bit reserved. Um, But it was nice to read two characters that were on equal footing in terms of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Like he was respectful, she was respectful. They both, you know, decided to go down that road together. Yeah, Um, He obviously admitting feelings first in the book, Uh, and she kind of was a little bit restrained, but she had a backstory that gave... Explains why. Explains why, so it was understandable. It wasn't her just being, like, trying to be a bitch about it, or being, like, her insecurities weren't put as girlish insecurities. They were put as, like, legitimate issues that she had a lot of shit to deal with. Yeah, agreed. Yes. So, yeah, so I really, actually, I like the characters in the book. I I found her to be a little bit... I think she could have been flushed out a little bit more um, but for two hundred and fifteen pages, this is pretty good, <laughs> right? I know.
0: So let's talk about the
1: sex. Yeah, hot. It was hot. It was yeah, really hot. It was
0: yeah. a little repetitive, just in terms of the language that she uses.
1: Yes, because I don't think she could use any other. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's still even though uh, to it's be like- fair, like you know, when you're coming up with different euphemisms for like. Pleasure box, like whatever, like it. it <laughs> Feminine she, core, unlike some of the other ones. <laughs> and like some of the other books where they just kind of st- skip over the sex, they go for the foreplay, and then they. Mm-hmm. She actually goes into the sex, like when he yeah. fucks her on the dresser. That yes. was hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unexpected or, although, too. Although I have to say, ripping someone's thong. Oh, off that's gonna hurt. Body, that had to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> was like, Ooh, no, yeah. No. oh, 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 those things aren't meant to rip. <laughs> I might stretch a little bit yeah exactly so unless you're gonna get her, like, i could just see her being like ow 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 ow, ow. oh that's so much better like, <laughs> <laughs> what a relief so the but, sex... oh like the beginning when i'm pulling off that fucking thing off my arm <laughs> right
0: <laughs> <laughs> your super hairy arm covered in tape <laughs> hey, it's
1: hairy. thank you they're very pale right now because it's
0: um yeah so when they go back to her house and she's like, I've never had a boy in my room before because my mother would never allow it. I was not expecting him to finger blaster <laughs> on the dresser like that. It's like, holy
1: shit, we are just. First of all, I have, a, right. I have a problem with your term finger blaster. That <laughs> sounds like he, you're playing a video game. <laughs> that is what he does. Would you prefer finger bang? Finger bang, finger bang. You finger bang, so you don't finger blast them. <laughs> That's wholly too violent.
0: Anyway, he sticks his fingers inside of her. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, he does. He starts with one and goes
1: to three. He never goes gets to three. Love,
0: though. Yeah. And then eats her out. And it's like, this just went in a whole direction I was not expecting. And well, I am put... into it. I know. So he puts her
1: in the <laughs> dresser and then he pulls up like a chair. Yeah, like he's serious about this. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, I'm going to spend some time here. I'm going to sit my ass down. (laughs) Right. Fucking spread your pussy open and fucking dive right in like a champ. (laughs) (laughs) And she loved it.
0: Yeah, well, I wouldn't. wouldn't, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. That was a hot scene. I have to say that That was that was pretty hot. I think the bathroom one was also pretty hot when
1: they're in the airplane. I yeah, for me I wasn't. Nah. Oh, I like that because those, those bathroom those airplane bathrooms are fucking tiny. They like, are pretty small. Shit like lavatories. So to so me, I was like, if this is a private jet. Why don't you just fuck on the fucking? Jet? Because they
0: have there is staff on the jet. Oh, he has whatever. there's a, they there's has staff a on the island attendant. that see them
1: fuck everywhere. They were <laughs> fucking on the boat like it's just <laughs> yeah. Just tell the flight attendant to go into the cockpit. Yeah, exactly. You're a billionaire. Just be like, excuse me, we need some alone time. Ah, there you go. Done. <laughs> I you didn't it, need to go to the bathroom because those bathrooms, no matter... I don't care how private your jet... I've never been on a private jet. To be fair, they could be <laughs> quite large, but...
0: I mean, you could probably have this thing designed how you want, and you can make your bathroom large enough to fuck in.
1: Well, I didn't hear about any tub in that bathroom. But... <laughs> no, you bent her over the sink. I know, but that you can't even do that in a normal airplane bathroom. <laughs> anyway... They join the You have, have to be like club. on top of the toilet with it, like <laughs> constantly flushing. That horrible <laughs> suction noise. <laughs> oh my
0: God. <laughs> but for the bathroom one, what I thought was a little ridiculous was that um, first, like, they're clearly in there just to fuck. But mm-hmm. he, like, takes off her shirt and her bra and all this stuff. I'm like, no, just give it to her. Like, yeah. we don't need any of this.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Like, why Like, why, why? does everybody have to be naked
0: all the time? Just do her <laughs> real quick. And she always gets naked first. Yeah. She yeah, is more naked
1: than he is in this book. And I thought that was a little uneven. I also found that the description of her was, like, she's, like, super petite waist with, like, hourglass figure. And that really, actually, I didn't like that description. I would have liked a character that was a little bit more... I don't know like robust I guess I well don't know. she's just a she's a petite woman but I couldn't get a sense of
0: how big her boobs were because he's like at one point he's you, talking about her boobs and it's like oh definitely more than a handful I'm like okay so she's got some boobs but then yeah. it's like well if she's prancing around brawless all the time your boobs can only be so big that that's yeah. comfortable <sighs> it's and really healthy hard.
1: it's <laughs> really hard as you and I both know because we both have tits to just prance around <laughs> Mm-hmm. i guess she's not running anywhere that's for sure <laughs> <So>. yeah <laughs> she's like these days i'd be like and as he tried to take off he could not get to the fourth class on the sports bra <laughs>
0: right? oh god and they get all that yeah. boob sweat that collects yeah. in the
1: middle <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and like and then, and then again again like thinking back on that sex scene in thailand the first time they had sex i'm like it's humid it's hot you're both really you're wet. already wet yeah yeah <laughs> That's really humid. <laughs> but they were anyway. It. It's not going to slow yeah. them down. I know. Like, I think we've all had like moments yeah. where like we were like, that was hot, but not the best choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's only at the end of the book where she gets on top of him.
1: Yes. But that is hot as well. She does ride him into oblivion.
0: She really does. <laughs> I just had expected that to happen a little bit sooner. That's all for her to be on top.
1: Yeah, I think that was also like, I don't know. Ex- the I would, thought I would that expect her to be in on like- top
0: before he took her from behind.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Just in that. terms but of I mean, like a progression.
0: Those plane bathrooms are small, and they, they are can... small. No, that's really lovely. Like so many. Does, does turbulence <laughs> add to the pleasure? I don't know. I've never been on that. I can't answer that question. <laughs> it is
1: illegal to have sex in a bathroom on an airplane, unless it's a private jet. Unless it's a so, private jet. if you have a private jet and want to get to know one of us, <laughs> <laughs> you're looking to join
0: the Mile High Club.
1: <laughs> yeah, we keep it safe. Do we? Well, I do. <laughs> Maybe you'll get more requests than I will. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh
0: oh. I take it back. I'm married. I'm a married woman. <laughs> that doesn't stop half the people in these books. That's true. Um. Although it does. How many books have you read where a married person is cheating?
1: None. I don't think we've met one of those. All right. We're going to have to do a little research. Do some digging. Yeah. Oh, there's got to be a couple. I'm sure there are.
0: Yeah. Just maybe outside of the uh, Harlequin brand. Oh,
1: you mean um, biographies? (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of those. True that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why we're reading Harlequins then. Yeah. That's why everybody reads Harlequins. Harlequins don't want to have like cheating in them. Like that it's not, that's not what yeah, the har- they've got
0: like a And sort their of audience
1: a... is usually like married women anyway.
0: Yeah. No, this is just like romance in general. It's just it's fantasy and wish fulfillment. So yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. Which yeah. is why this was hot.
0: And this is a mo- like I would say one of the hotter books that we've read.
1: Yeah, I actually I completely agree with you. It's been a while since I've in really enjoyed what we've read. Mm-hmm um except for that one that you we can't remember what the title is that you haven't read but i did
0: All uh, right, oh, right that one yeah yeah
1: yeah so uh that one was great you, you'd really like that one if, if we, we can, can remember what, what it was <laughs> <title is>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh and we liked the one the lost episode
1: yes the lost the, the infamous lost episode yeah. <laughs> yes we both enjoyed yeah, that liked, book we've liked quite a few and i mean we'll always be critical of them and we we did like um telly kelly siskin's books yes Mm -hmm.
0: yes yeah true yes we very much did she's a good writer
1: yeah um she's got some new ones we should
0: oh all right get back on the kelly siskin train
1: i want to say horse but that sounds really odd with a romance novel. (laughs) but we have read no we didn't read the horse one we haven't read
0: the horse one yet
1: (laughs) so stay tuned for that Dear listener. (laughs) Uh, I don't think we have really anything else to go for. So obviously hot or not. Hot. Hot. Definitely hot. In terms of
0: reviews, this is a 4.29 out of 5 on Goodreads.
1: Which is interesting because we tend to like a lot of shit that other people don't.
0: But this one is just a crowd pleaser. Mm -hmm. Um, It does have a couple of one star reviews or one star ratings, I should say, but no actual reviews written. So the worst I could do um were a few three-star reviews okay let's hear it so samantha says despite the rush into love plot and over the top abduction i did enjoy the story i just wish things didn't move so rapidly in the story of course i'm still invested in the series and we'll be on the lookout for future books
1: yeah okay yeah, that's, fair. that's that tracks and yeah. also you have to remember it's only 200 200- 15 pages long or whatever.
0: Yes. And then Stephanie here writes, This is a quick read and interesting, but some of the romance was a bit silly. I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, that's every romance book. (laughs) 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 What is it not silly? Right. Like, I'm not reading this for seriousness. Yeah. But I would say, There are some. I mean, like, the. The Italian one where he like abducts her and her oh. in his house. Like that was traumatic. That was incredibly <laughs> abusive. Not silly at all. So maybe she likes that genre. No, better.
0: but that was silly because he went blind from a bump on the head and then I got a sight back from a bump on the head.
1: <sighs> Remember that? I would yeah, I just wanted her to fuck <laughs> his that's how his science. Because we both I wanted him to the fuck his vision, vision back. back. <laughs> <laughs> i love the fact that we were on the same page for that one too. totally. <laughs> so i don't know i
0: would say that that's the sort of the the length of the book i think was a plus for me i didn't find it too short but it did because it's a short book things do move very quickly
1: yes um and maybe but the sometimes is, like what would too you quickly? interject like what what do you think needed flushing out? There wasn't any point where I was like, okay, let's investigate this further in the book. Like, there was nothing that I found that I was like, oh, we need more detail on this.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, and again, like, there is a point at which you need some uh, obstacle to be thrown in their way. And it certainly <laughs> wasn't going to be Molly because Phaedra's not the kind of woman who's going to get jealous over some tart. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, whatever. I thought it was hot. I enjoyed it.
1: I I agree. I agree.
0: Okay, so anything else you want to add? We'll just wrap it up. Um uh, no, not really. All right. Well then until next time, I've been Rachel. And I've been Shelly. And keep it sexy.
1: Yeah, like sexy as in like on top of a dresser sexy. <laughs> 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 yeah, try that out later with who whoever fucking yourself on top of a dresser i might as well just sit on the washing machine (laughs) you can do that too put the dresser on top of the washing machine there you go creative (laughs) solutions what are you doing with your furniture i'm moving don't worry about it mind your own business spring cleaning shut up